is Regina, daughter of Robert and Irene. <clears throat> Irene passed about seven months ago. She had a plethora of health issues, diabetes, high blood pressure, thyroid issues. She had her gallbladder removed when she was younger. She had a partial hysterectomy. She had several surgeries on her, her different parts of her body. Her knee, maybe about three times. Her neck, her back. She had a frozen shoulder. She had arthritis in just about every joint. She had severe asthma. Asthma developed when she was probably in her mid-30s and became very severe to the point where I felt like she should have been on oxygen. She couldn't walk from one room to another without what people in the world of asthma call wheezing. Sort of like gasping for air. Towards the end, she started having heart issues. And ultimately, in the end, that's what caused her demise, her heart issues. Father, still alive. Prostate cancer, issues with circulation in his legs, had to have surgery. Now high blood pressure, polyps. Forgot to say that mother also had um, eczema, <clears throat> which is a skin condition. And hers was brought on by certain foods. And she also had like a little sensitive stomach if she got upset. So with those odds, people would say it, it runs in the family. So with those odds, I guess you can say... I should have been born with one foot in the damn grave. I mean, I'm just going to keep it real. I should have been born with one foot in the grave. Right now, I should be suffering from asthma and arthritis, high blood pressure, diabetes, thyroid issues, heart issues. Um, I should really... I should really be messed up if we all go on the premises that it's in my family. It's hereditary. Someone told me that it's in the family and it's hereditary. And my reply was, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. I, I really just don't believe in that. Because what I believe in, that's hereditary, is the way we eat. What I believe in, that's hereditary, those bad habits that's been passed down from generation to generation. That's what I believe in. Because if I went on the premises that it was hereditary, then I guess I will be in a very bad position because from birth, I'm, I'm, I'm in this, I'm, I'm, I'm in this mess on both sides 
And then we go go a little further down with their parents, both parents. And I'm sure there were other ailments on both of their parents' sides and then their grandparents' sides. So why would I go on that premise? Because right now, right now, I should be on a whole host of medication because it's hereditary because it's hereditary but let me tell you what medications i am i I am on none but let me tell you where i came from before i got educated see where i came from before i got educated and realized that what was hereditary was the way that i was eating those bad habits that i picked up that i didn't know any better that's that was the problem the food was the problem I was not using my food as medicine so my medicine became my food so where I came from was having issues with my bowels up dead thanks so I, I, I was diagnosed with something called ulcerative colitis and then I had asthma. Oh, gee, thanks, mom. So I, I hereditary. So I had asthma. See what I'm saying? So, yeah, I had asthma. It wasn't severe, but you know, in between the seasons, breathing treatments, and oh, it's, it's because my mom, you know, she she had asthma, so I have asthma. So I had asthma, and then I started having unexplained joint pain and unexplained pain and and just feeling poorly not walking right just diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and just started having a whole bunch of health issues because it was hereditary now people will say well that is hereditary because if you were having the same issues as your parents and that's considered hereditary i feel like there are some genetic markers some predispositions because of um, the molecular structure of my mom and dad, you know, because of some things that that's in them that may have, you know, genetically been disposed in me. But it doesn't mean that I had to live that way. It doesn't mean that I, I didn't I, I didn't have to educate myself to understand that that was not me. And if I change the things that I did, like supposedly I had, if I had changed the things that I had um, did, like, if okay, let me stop. Let me stop. I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay, let me break. So if I had changed the things before I had kids, and if I had the knowledge that I had now and didn't put the poison into my body and just changed the way that my system is, there, there could have been a chance that as generations went down, the things that were that were passed on per se could have been changed, could have been healed. Those things could have been non-existent, but I didn't have the knowledge then that I have now. So with that being said, I did change everything. I changed the way that I ate which ultimately changed those quote unquote 
things that are passed down from mom and dad. I reversed and healed asthma. I no longer suffer from asthma and seasonal allergies. And I forgot to say that my dad has like hay fever, like really bad. He suffered from, you know, allergies and things of that nature. So that that was something that I suffered from. But in changing the things that I took into my body, I don't I don't suffer from that. So it's like, how can you go from suffering from asthma to not suffering from asthma? It's like, well, I wasn't a kid when I developed asthma. That was as I became an adult. So the way that the, the statistics go, those things get worse. They don't get better. Seasonal allergies don't just go away because, you know, I'm in the same area. I'm still around the same stuff that everyone else is sneezing about and complaining about. I'm still, I'm still around the same stuff. They said I was allergic to grass, a whole bunch of trees, dogs, cats, roaches, just all kinds of things they said I was allergic to. And I'm out there cutting the grass now and it doesn't bother me like it did before. So how can those things be reversed? How can those things be healed? Ulcerative colitis. I don't have any issues with that anymore. That's a bowel disease. How can I how can that that just go away? Multiple sclerosis. I don't have any issues with that. How how can those things just go away? And if I had continued down the road that I was on, as far as the things that I was eating and if I had not become self-aware, I would have had issues with arthritis because of the, the gluten. I was sensitive to the gluten. I have a gluten intolerant, which I discovered, not the doctors, I discovered. So it's like those things were attacking my body. So had I not taken it out, I would have been like my mother been in pain because the inflammation in my joints from the food and people just don't understand how powerful the poison is that we put in our body our food can be our medicine our food can be our poison our food can be the death of us so my thing is like make a choice become aware of your body make some changes because the changes that you make can only help I mean there are so many people who just can't do it because it just tastes so good and and I just don't want to miss out and I keep saying keep saying that but that that's the mindset that people have that I just don't want to change because it's just too hard and and it just tastes so good and then I will say that um with I have like memory issues that I feel like is getting better there's still some room for improvement but the demise of my brain was the sugar the MSG no one really thinks about those things no one thinks about those things so if you you have a slightest sensitivity to sugar or MSG and you don't even know it and you're consuming those things because like MSG back when I was younger was in a lot of things and they didn't have to label that MSG was in it you know now they're they're, you know as things evolve there are different fake rules I, I call them but yeah and then the sugar 
You know, sugar is worse than, than taking cocaine. It lights up those brain sensors like never before. So you're con- I'm consuming all this sugar. I pretty much fried my brain. I fried my brain. Like, it, it's just... It's done. Like, I, right side of my brain, I guess. Because I think my daughter, we were talking and she mentioned that because I used to be able to draw and that the right side is the, the side that's the the creative side. So I can't even draw a stick person. I used to look at a picture and be able to draw it when I was younger. And for whatever reason, I cannot do that now. I don't, I don't have memories of my childhood. I tell people I have a basket, a small basket filled of memories of my childhood, of my teenage years, of my adult years. That's the life that I live now because of the poison that I put in my body. And when you when I think about my brain and the sugar and the MSG and the other fake fake foods that I was eating that probably did not help with my brain health, had I continued down the road and and knowing what I know now as far as just realizing that I had no memories could dementia or Alzheimer's been something that would be in my future? Would that have been in my future because of the sensitivities to those poisons? Could that have been part of 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 how I was going to live as I got older because of the the memory issues getting worse and me not having like just things just leaving like could that have been it could that have been my 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 future I mean those are things that that I think about now because I remember when I used to get MRIs they said things like you have more dark spots on your brain than someone your age would normally have so what does that really mean like what does that mean I have more spots on my brain it's like spots like someone that was aged so why did I have all those spots on my brain for as someone that that was aged more than me you know brain health wasn't it wasn't it just it just was it was going down so what would my future look like had I not made my food my medicine? So I think about those things now. And those are things that I think everyone should think about. Like let your food be your medicine. I mean, there are so many good things out there that you can eat that's good for you that are not filled with preservatives, additives, sugar, um, just unnatural things. There's so many things out there. I mean, I have... I mean, I started developing, I made a, you know, a cookbook, you know, I call it a booklet because it's not really that thick, but it's a cook booklet with all kinds of just ideas that you can just take whole foods, mushrooms and peppers and onions and tomatoes and different seasonings and just make all kinds of things. And it just, it just requires time. It just requires time. And so many people say, well, I don't have time to prep. I'm in school and I work full time and I do this and I do that. But you better believe if someone said, hey, let's go out to eat. You'll make time for that. Hey, let's go do this. You'll make time for that. So we make time for the things that we deem important. 
So why not make your health important? Why not make your health a priority? I know things get rough, you know, because of the the age, the day and the age that we live in, especially if there's two parents in the home and both parents have to work and you have kids and then your kids have after have activities and it just it gets chaotic and I understand and I get it but you still have to make time you have to figure out how can I make this time to make my food my medicine how can I get everybody involved in prepping you know you you have to make that time you know whether it be you know hey maybe we need to cut out one activity or just you know, do things differently. I, I don't know. Just find the time. You know, look at the schedule and adjust. Adjust. Make that part of the activities that the family is involved in. Make that part of the, the activities. And that would be awesome. You know, that, that's part of our activities. Making our food our medicine. And then you teach them at a young age. And then they'll have fuel, fuel to to do those things, fuel to be awesome in school, and you'll have fuel to be awesome at work, to to be the best you. So guys, once again, this is Electric Gigi, a.k.a. Regina, just trying to keep it real, because with the eyes that I had, hey... I should, my demise should have been coming out the womb. You know, it's like I didn't have a fighting chance, you know. But because I fought back, gained knowledge, I'm okay. And I want you to be okay, too. So on that note, I'm going to ask you to read your food labels. As always, read your food labels understand what the food is doing to your body let your food be your medicine and just enjoy life as you age gracefully electric gg out bye guys